The experiment is over. But Tim, it's not really. Well, it's not really, is it? I mean, in, in the way that our lives are always an experiment, that we're always learning and always iterating. It's an unfolding universe, Tuesday. It's an unfolding universe, mate. Exactly. So, yes, in that way, <laughs> the experiment is not over. However, however, uh, we started The Outside 18 months ago and kind of said, hmm, we'll try this for two years. Like, we'll just be an experiment and see what happens. And uh, so I think it's important to kind of say, like, yeah, that particular experiment has closed. And I, part of the reason I want to say that is because as we work with clients on prototyping and experimenting, like one of their questions is, do you ever stop? Right. And of course, the, the answer is no, you don't stop iterating. You don't start stop like learning and um, moving forward with what you've learned. But there is a time when you can say, yeah, actually, we can call that experiment done. And we can, right. we can capture the learning and we can decide what to institutionalize, which I think is actually right exactly where we are as the outside. It's like one experiment is done and the next one begins. And and like as is so often the case in our work, the the when one experiment ends and the next one begins, it's an increase in scale. It's right. an increase in sophistication. It's an increase in breadth of relationships that are drawn in to do the work. And and so I think it's true. Like we're kind of we're kind of out of the experiment of you, me, and Jen just like trying to do well, imagine if we started a company around system right. change and equity. Do you think we'd get clients? Do you think we'd have enough to do? Do you like would could this work? Are we going to get on with each other well enough if it's like right. we're business partners can we figure out how to work across boundaries you know borders and countries and international mm. currencies and uh, and uh, and in many ways like we don't have answers to all of those questions you, you know what i mean but we've got enough we've got enough clarity to say yeah we want to take this to the next level and we want to start building infrastructure that feels like that's an investment in the next five years and we want to start looking at how we oversee accounts from two different countries and how we kind of like i mean it's just like we're there we're looking at like what's the core group of people that we work with right that um that aren't project related subcontractors but they feel like the outside team you know right and so so we we are there and I just want to say, and I'd love your reflection on this, <laughs> is that it, like on some level, it feels like it's happening to us, you know, like this, like we kind of like put this stake in the ground and then like this like enormous wave has risen up underneath us and carried us at what has felt sometimes like breakneck speed over the last 18 months. And, and it feels a little bit like that soccer club, I'm, this little <laughs> soccer club I'm starting in my home bed. It does. It's a really similar feeling of mm. like, you know, a year ago, Emma was out on the soccer field with me and we were doing shots at goal with my buddy Dave. You know, by the end of the spring, we had 17 kids coming, you know, and now we're starting a club with like five different layers of of re recreational and accessible training around soccer. Like this thing has just like happened. And it so there is something about discovering something that has a life of its own or mm -hmm, something mm -hmm, that I feel like has been a huge part of this. What do you think about that? Does that resonate for you at all? Well, yeah, for sure. I think that as you were talking, the saying that came to me was be careful what you wish for, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like a, um, in, in the best of ways, right? So um, I'd like to just back up. I know you said you said a lot, but I just would love us to name what the experiment was. I didn't know I didn't mean that in a bad way. I just wanted to, I, I didn't at all. I just was thinking. There you are talking and talking and talking <laughs> against him. 
that's not. Oh my god, that's not. No, I know. I'm not. I'm just joking. Not what I meant at all. But I just thought, could we name what the experiment was to even? And because mm. for me, that I think would help me answer that question. It has felt like, for whatever reason, we were running an experiment that I, that that was like right timed. Right. And so the, there has been this huge momentum behind it in a way that I just I think we could not have foreseen. So I do want I really want to mm-hmm. get to what you what you asked, which is like, uh, yes, I think we tapped into something and and we're riding a wave. Um, but I think it'd be great for people to hear like 18 months ago. What did we think the experiment was? Right. What were we actually saying yes to experimenting with together? Um and so I can start and like the big thing for me, one of the experiments was like, could we build our work around systems change with equity at the center, right? So we mm-hmm. had this sense that, and we've said it a million times on this podcast, that these two fields of practice were like deeply divided or not not deep divided, they were disconnected is the right word. And so yeah. we wanted to see, could we actually, do, is our work scaled up systems wise? And we both have such a core concern with equity. Like how could we actually build a business around keeping those two pieces together? Felt like just an experiment. Like everyone thought it was a great idea, but who really knows if that could happen? So that was like one of the things we were experimenting with. I think that's definitely part of the experiment. I think another part of it was um, both of us had operated under our own brands, you know, Tim Merry and Tuesday Reinhardt for a considerable amount of time and, and um, in different ways, but I think we'd both been quite, we'd literally used our names as our brand over kind of a period of time before we stepped into the outside. And, uh, and I think both of us had begun to hit the limitation of that, you know, this sense that the scale of the clients who were reaching out to us, they were a little, they were, they wanted a little more than just like, Oh, this is Tim Merry. They wanted to know there was more behind it or, you know, it's almost like they were large institutions or large systems and they wanted to relate more to more than an individual. They wanted to feel there was more than just an individual's capacity able to rise to the complexity of the challenge. And so when so I felt like there was a real, you know, we had conversations about, you know, positioning ourselves as an organization that can respond to other organizations and systems, you know, Um and I think that was also a tester for us. Like, is it going to make a difference if we move from being kind of like branded and positioned under our own, our own names to being branded and positioned under the outside as a company? Right. Right. Exactly. And that was one of the questions we had too. Yeah. And I think, um, and it, it, I, I think we were here 18 months ago. I mean, this kind of quieting our own brand, right, to see if having um, an organization would both attract and be more responsive to the, to the scale of work we were seeking. And I also think there was, for me, at least an experiment of um, there's something I want to say here around like actually committing to a main work partner, right? That that was part Mm. of the experiment as well. It was like, actually, like, I'm going to move into work with this person as my business partner. And not that I, I mean, you know, with my last company, I had business partners, but it was always, you know, like, yeah, we'll come together to do this work and then I'll have my own work and then I might work with other people. And, and it's not that we're not free to do that in some ways, but actually it was a turning toward each other as a, a partnership to move this work. Um, that also felt like part of the experiment. Like, I mean, and you mentioned some things like, would we get along? Do we want to be a business together all of the time? Right. You know what I mean? All of those different things about like, kind of saying like, okay, this is the person who the bulk of my work is going to be with. 
Like that was part of yeah. the experiment and commitment. And we'd received a lot of feedback over the years about the potency of that partnership. You know, although it was something we had always enjoyed, or and I certainly felt like I've learned a huge amount from. You know, um, but we'd often got feedback, so there was this kind of idea of like, well, let's just like test taking this to another level, where we're not just coming together to run an event together, or we're not coming in around a discrete project, but we're actually building right. something more than that together. And I think that was a question about like, there was a kind of like a there's a there's a deeper commitment to each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that and a commitment to the learning between us in that you mm-hmm. know that I don't think was any small thing for either of us yeah that felt big it felt like a big piece yeah and then I think the other piece of the experiment was both of us were feeling like uh we were becoming increasingly unavailable to many of the mm. people who wanted to reach out to That's us right. yeah you know and, uh, you know, just because our calendars were filling up and we had families and, and just feeling like and, and feeling like it was harder and harder and harder to respond to the people who just wanted to jump on a call right. or wanted to just hear us speak for wanted to bring us in for a half day session or and we were like and, and, and the, there was this kind of like, well, what if we were set up as the outside and we could actually be pushing things out into the world as part of that organization right. that was a real gift in terms of you know here's what we're thinking here's what we're doing here's how to stay in touch with us like do do you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. some piece around like if we were the outside would that actually enable us to be more accessible than we are if we're operating as independents you know that's right and um so I think that was a big piece of it as well yeah so I just I just want to say I feel like the the beginning experiment was was fairly modest, right? I mean, just, but very audacious, but that, that for me is like where the wave comes in that you talked about, right? So, oh, could we, could we have a business as, um, systems thinking and equity at the center? Could we, could having kind of an organization, um, increase our responsiveness and our attraction to the kind of the scale of work we wanted? Um, could we work it out together as business partners, right? And like what that would mean if like with a main business partner and then would that actually make us or could we become even more accessible through this, right? So those, for me, those are kind of like, those are the things we were experimenting with when we Mm. launched the outside. Um, And so- And our hypothesis was that we could. Right, yes. Right, we we had a hypothesis, didn't we? That we were like, yeah, we think if we went for this, you know. Yeah. We could we could do that, right? That's exactly and we, right. And we put um, and we put our time, money, and effort on the line to test that, right? Yes, I remember uh, talking to branding and website people, and just being. Yeah. I kept, I, you know, we kind of look at each other like, "Are we doing this? Like, we yeah, totally. that what's happening? Okay." <laughs> um, and so it was. I mean, I yeah. just want to say, and I and I will say that for me, I think that that really allowed me to step in fully, thinking about it. We kept saying two year experiment, mm. two year experiment, right? Like. Whatever. And then exactly what you were saying before, it just felt like we tapped into or we kind of like caught a wave or something happened because there were things we were not thinking about experimenting with, right? Like we were not thinking, I mean, Jen being part of the outside was an obvious, right? Like, so yes, it was the two of us and, but Jen has always been just key to how we were, how we're working together. And so that, that was a no brainer. Um, and she'd been helping us with the online courses and a bunch of other stuff. Right. So it just made sense for her to step into operations. And it's worth saying that the online courses were a place that we were experimenting in the lead up to right. the outside of partnering. And actually that generated a lot of the wealth that enabled us to do the original website and branding. We didn't take any profit from those online That's courses. Right. 
we actually used that to launch the business. That's a good point. I had forgotten about that. So that was an early experiment into. That's a great, that's great. And so Jen, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're the outside. And then within nine months, we got two, we had, you know, some major clients, but we got two additional major clients that were like, okay, yeah. here we go. Um, and yeah. that required us to kind of staff up in some ways, right? There was no way that you, you, Jen and I could handle the, both um, the amount of work, but also the different kinds of work. We found that we needed different capacities. So we needed help with developmental evaluation. We needed help with communications. We needed help actually with some kind of harvesting and learning capture that um, that we either didn't have the skills for, or didn't have the time for. So pretty soon within like six to nine months, it was like, oh, the outside is a thing. Not only is it a thing because we're getting clients and we're getting work. Wow. But also we need to bring people in, um, more people in, different people in. Um, and so pretty soon this kind of like small little, okay, like little can do, let's see what happens becomes, you know, a team of seven people, right. Mm. De delivering work. And that's just one project. And right. then if you think about the other initiative in New York, where there's a team of five people, mm -hmm. you know, and then with Resport, it's actually there's other cast and other cast of characters, right. right? You know, exactly. And so we've got these three kind of initiatives, you know, parallel, long term systems change efforts, you know, that are actually in quite different stages. Even though, you know, with I mean the resport we've been going with for years, and we're in this period, and 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 of like thinking about like how do we extricate ourselves from there? Like now we've got that going, mm -hmm. you know, how do we begin to move out? And we've begun to realize things like we're probably in with people for one to four years, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like we're there to help things get unstuck and get them lifted and get them moving, you know, but we may not people, we may not be the people you want there for 10 years because we're going to constantly want you to fundamentally reinvent. <laughs> that made me laugh when you said that to me yesterday. We were, Tim and I were having a conversation yesterday about like um, with a, with a, a client who it appears we're going to go for at least another year. Um, and so uh, it was like, Oh, but what we were talking to them, like, we're actually not, we're not, the, the consultants who like kind of just take over the work you were going to do, right? Like we're not like an art, we're not an extension of your organization, right? Like we're the folks who come in and help you get unstuck and get things moving and build a capacity. And then we're out. It's not a parachute model. We are talking, you said one to four, yeah. I would say two to four, but whatever. You know what I mean? But I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think yeah. that's accurate. Maybe even two to five. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So we're not yeah, parachuting yeah. in. We're not like saying, Hey, go do this cool thing. And like, good luck. Right. We're like in it with you, but it's not a long-term a forever kind of thing. Like our role, and I think this is part of what we're learning. Our role is really to help you get unstuck, help you build capacity, help you get moving, and then and 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 hope and build that in a sustainable way, so that you, then you can do it on your own. But again, I'm going to say to you, 18 months ago, we didn't know that. Didn't didn't know. No, couldn't have said that. Definitely not. Definitely not. You know. But 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 being in these initiatives now, one of which you know was like the the sport work started before the outside mm -hmm. but we were in it as a partnership you know and then seeing that evolve to being in the point where we're actually planning our 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 exit mm -hmm. you know to a to uh the work in new york where we're really building in that middle phase where we're mm -hmm. kind of like launching into the sustainability and the kind of embedding of a lot of what we're bringing and the launching into the systems change work so it's it's cool to see those different stages of the work happening within the organization you know? right and at the same time 
having to make some really tough choices now yeah. about what we do and what we don't do, right. you know, like turning away a lot of work, yeah. you know? I mean, part of the experiment is over is like an ability to be like, no, we're not doing that. Right. All right. And we're not taking that on or, right. I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like, I don't think I've ever turned away as much work as I have done over the last 12 months. Right. And it's, and it's because it's not because the work that we're turning down is not great, engaging, interesting work. It's because the experiment is systems change with equity in the center. Right. And so, uh, and and so part of it is a time, like we don't have time to do everything, but part of it is because actually now that we've kind of like put our focus and made that our compass, right. Then other, other work falls away. Like, yes, I would love to come do that training with you, but it actually doesn't fit with where our company's going. Right. It's a Mm. beautiful thing Mm. to do. It's worthwhile. Yes. Um, but it actually doesn't fit. And, 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 uh, I think one of the things we're having to explore now, I want you to talk a little bit about, um, your focus more recently on kind of building the business now part of it, because I think that's something that's a a corner that we've turned a pivot that we've made at the end of this experiment. And I think the other thing that we're beginning to look at is because there is so much good work, um, and it might be the beginning of systems change with equity in the center, for example. Like, could we support teams um, to go do that work that we're having to say no to? It, for me, it's the same. Like, we're still in that question of accessibility because, yeah. you know, like we're doing different things. We'll have online courses. Um, uh, we're, we'll still be offering those. And yet we still now people still can't get us in some of the ways that they'd like to. And so could mm. we support teams to begin delivering um, some of this work that's that are overseen and coached by us, but that 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 the work is still accessible. Maybe you and I aren't uh, accessible because we want to have reasonable, sane lives, but the work itself is more accessible. Yeah, that definitely feels like an aspiration. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Don't make it every time. That's for sure. No, no. Uh, uh, all right. So let, I like this infrastructure question, yeah. and which is that, and 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 I think maybe it's helpful to some of the listeners just to be quite. Uh, explicit like what we're looking at is we're trying to build an ecosystem of different kind of like uh, apps and practices that enable us to function effectively as an organization mm-hmm. right you know so we're looking at this tool called monday.com great name. which allows us to track yeah right it's a great, it's a great name it's a great name it's a good name <laughs> It's a great name. And uh, uh, Monday.com, which basically allows us to list all of our different activities, track movement on them, uh, give each other feedback, you know, attach documents and links. It's basically a a, a project management tool for, for across the organization, right? And it also gives us some capability to kind of like do some of the organizational tracking in terms of development of clients, where we're at in phases with clients and things like that. Um, we use WhatsApp a lot as a mm-hmm. as kind of a chat function where multiple ridiculous GIF wars seem to happen right. between various people, which is hilarious. We're, it looks like we're we're going to institute working with Slack as a place that we can check in and give information to each other on the different things that we're doing. There's Zoom, which we're using for um, uh, all of our kind of like webinars and uh, video conferencing calls, right? Um, uh, what else are we working with? So it's so it's just like we're beginning to build this kind of like ecosystem that gets connected to itself in terms of how we function. And it's almost like we're beginning to build a user's guide around that's what this platform is for. That's what this platform is for. That's what this platform is for. And this is how they all connect together to create a fully functioning business, you know. And it's quite exciting to be able to do that, to begin to start saying like, oh, this is the infrastructure of how we function and beginning to put some rhythms and roles into all of that 
um, and, and doing that in such a way that the people who are users are getting to define. Like we have a meeting on Monday with our kind of like with the outside team, the TO team, where we're getting to say, this is how we think we're going to use this constellation of apps and programs and platforms to support our work. What do you think? Mm-hmm. You know, like how, what do you think is the best use of them? So it's an exciting time to be building it. And then on another level also, just trying to use programs like Wave and Zero to get an, a financial overview of how the organization's evolving so we can track it over time. And, uh, and it's exciting for me because so much of what we're doing is online, yeah. you know, so much, so many, so many of the platforms that we're using feel just by their nature progressive in the business environment mm-hmm. you know yeah and so I, I i i love that um that kind of like the, the 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 culture the kind of progressive creative culture of the outside is reflected in also the kind of platforms and programs that we're choosing to use to support the work yeah and i think um and I would say just, you know, as we think about this experiment and what's what's shifting and where the pivot is, it's like, for me, it's like, yes, there's both a need for the infrastructure and, you know, um, uh, and, and are using it and learning how it can support the business. But it's also been a new role for you, which is like kind of taking yeah. that on, right? Like, so before... I mean, just even until the past several months, like before it was kind of like, oh, we would use the tools that worked, but there wasn't necessarily a coordination and there wasn't like someone, you, right, who's like taken on really, um, so we'll use the word stewarding, that's fine, stewarding that piece of our work, right? Like, and that's a whole new role for you. Um, And so that feels like a really exciting thing to kind of watch you grow into this role of kind of like, managing partner in some ways like we haven't you know like quite interesting I think we've both kind of shifted some roles you know that's been part of the the wave or the momentum is you know is whereas at the beginning it was like oh we'll do all the things together because we're co we're co-leading and so that's how it will be and I think um now we're saying oh whoa we can't actually do all the things together. And so, Tim, can you please take this piece in Tuesday? Maybe you'll take this piece. And so just kind of figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been really fun to kind of watch you kind of geek out on, on some of this admin stuff. Because <laughs> right? that's, that's totally unexpected. But you're loving it. And I'm yeah. I'm certainly benefiting. So thank you. I am loving it. Yeah, I am loving it. I am a little bit. Yeah, it's a managing partner role. I never thought ever in my life, if I think back to when we started Engage, you know, and I don't know if REM Boss, who was the kind of managing partner of Engage Internet in the Netherlands, listens to these podcasts. But if he is, he must be like, like spitting out his coffee right now, his coffee for Kiert in the Netherlands, being like, Tim's the managing partner, you know, because he for, spent his life chasing me to like give him receipts and like just be somewhat organized because, you know, I was kind of like the crazy creative. And so it, it is, it, it is an evolution, mm-hmm. isn't it? And we you know we're evolving ourselves and meeting the needs of the business, and and uh, and there's something about it I find quite relaxing, mm-hmm. like the operational side of the business. There's something about it that isn't client facing, and actually feels quite relaxing and enjoyable, and and you can get some instant gratification, you know? right? Oh, organized, organized. Look at that. <laughs> um, and and you know, like I think what I All would right. say, and and we need to be wrapping up. I want to make sure we get the thing. Uh, I think that that's kind of freed me up to do a little more client facing stuff, which is wild, right? Which would not at all have been anticipated um, 18 months ago. And so like, it's just, it's just evolving. And so we're at the next part of the experiment, but I think it's fair to say like, uh, like the outside is a thing. We're doing this thing. It's a thing. 
So you got to. I do. I'm doing a song. And uh, my song is Stay High by Brittany Howard. I love everything about it. Her voice is uh, sublime. And it's also reminiscent of Prince, who is my favorite artist of all time. So I don't know if other people hear that, but like when I when I hear them sing, it's just like, whoa. Um, and then the video is Terry Crews, another one of my favorite people, like totally lip syncing the song. And like the video is so sweet and so kind of gentle. He's just like driving in his truck along town and doing these different things and just everything about the song is perfect. So I just wanted to share it. It's called Stay High by Brittany Howard. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to do, you know what, this next month I'm flying off down to the Bioneers conference with my daughter, Emma, where I'm doing some performance poetry, which I very rarely get to do these days, you know, so I'm getting to do this like performance poetry to like two, 3000 people, whatever it is at the, at the, at the Bioneers conference. So I'm going to do one of my own poems and it's the first, it's the poem that kind of like launched me into doing performance poetry overall. I did it. I did it at an event. And then that led to people being like, wow, you should write more poetry or perform because I was writing endless poetry, but you should perform it. And uh, when I did it, uh, it was called, it was called, it was, is called Time to Awaken. And uh, one of the guys I was working with there, Chris Grant, who's a fella from England, he, he said, uh, he said, maybe you should cross off the E and it should just be Tim to Awaken, you know? Oh, but nice. Cheeky, mm-hmm. eh? Cheeky. We all be learners and teachers. We don't need no preachers to find the whole soul force, of course. It's like riding a horse, remaining in the saddle even when up the creek without a paddle. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. No more faking. It's time to awaken. The only person I'm fooling is myself. I already got all the wealth. Don't need to search no more, knocking door to door. It's all in the place I was born in. No more stalling. Listen loudly to the calling. What are you here? It ain't nothing to do with fear, that much is clear. I must confess my greatest fear was success, daring to shine bright, step into the line of sight, step into the spotlight. I trained for years to be on stage and hard my fears, in the character of another, always undercover, never truly the deeper me, time to see, be free now, fear no more. I am sure I have felt the whole soul force course through my veins. I know what it means to be sane, living in partnership with my brain, my body and blood and the unnameable flood of realisation. Be self. Everyone else is taken. No more faking. It's time to awaken. Are you stirred and shaken? Are you quaking? If not, why not? Take a look around. The world is calling to become profound. The message is loud and clear. The time is now. The place is here. Take action to let go of distraction. Feel the heart in the breath of the now. Then kaboom, kapow, like a hit on the head. You sit up in bed. The nightmare is over because you just found the four-leaf clover. Ego, move over. I'm getting on my horse. Talking about the whole soul force, of course. Be self. Everyone else is taken. No more faking. It's time to awaken. Uh, if I could, we should have videoed this. You're right. We should have videoed it so I could stand up and cheer. That was fantastic. Oh, you're so lovely. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. So that was one of the first poems I ever performed, you know, wow. that people were like, wow, you should perform poetry. And, and then it gave me a huge lift. That was a big part of my life there where that was a huge part of what I did and how I turned up in the world i think that we should video it i think people should see you do it it's beautiful beautiful Aww. 
Thanks, friend. Take care, buddy. Yeah, you too. And thank you, listeners. Thank you, thank you. That's it for this episode of Find the Outside the Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts. New episodes of the podcast are available every second Tuesday. If you'd like to get in touch with us about something you've heard on the show, you can reach us at podcast at findtheoutside.com. You can find links to any of the resources, poems, books, songs we mentioned during the show in the show notes for this episode over at findtheoutside.com backslash podcast or in the description for the podcast in the podcast app you're listening to us on. You can find the song we played in today's show, yay, and every song we played in previous shows on the playlist we created on Spotify. Just search Find the Outside on Spotify playlist, or you can find a link over at findtheoutside.com slash podcast. This episode was edited and produced by Mark Coffin at Sandwood Studio. Theme music for the Find the Outside podcast is by Gary Blakemore. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye.